0: Your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell, and I'm Scott Tedford Barnes, and you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode for you today. They're also special. <laughs> they are also very special. Today is um, Waffle Day. Waffle Day? That's today's holiday. It's Waffle Day. Have, your whole, have yourself a whole mess of peanut butter waffles. Yeah, so get you some waffles today, y'alls. <laughs> All right, so we'll do the scoreboard stumper. We'll chirp some booty, go through a couple notable jabronis, get into our Hall of Fame inductee, Babe Diedrickson. Babe. We will get that scoreboard stumper answer. We will play sloppy top. We will go to church and send you on your merry little way. So... Without further ado, hit me with that scoreboard stumper Scotty.
1: Alright, it's a March Madness scoreboard stumper. Ooh. So the the record for most points scored by one player for men's basketball in one tournament is one hundred and eighty-four points
0: in a tournament. And so that'd be like in four games? Yeah. So
1: I wanna know who holds that record. Is it Christian Leitner? Is it Carmelo Anthony? Is it Glenn Rice? Or is it Magic Johnson?
0: Um, let's say, let's say Glenn Rice. Alright, we'll find out. Alright, cool. So now we'll go into trip and booty. So this week's tweet of the week is from former NFL wide receiver Torrey Smith. At Torrey Smith Wide Receiver. That's a W R. He said <clears throat> The Raiders are corny for what they did to Marcus Mariota. <laughs> they waited until the money dried up to force his hand. He didn't have any leverage going into the market this late in free agency. Shaking my head.
1: Yeah. Y'all are corny. but uh, Y'all are corny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he took a massive pay cut. And it, pretty much that Tory Smith pointed out, like the Raiders just kind of ran out of money, and we like, "Well, this is what we can give you." And Marcus <laughs> Mariota was even quoted saying, "Like, I I admire loyalty," and it's like loyalty, man. He's like, "This is a loyalty deal. I've been here a whole year. <laughs> you got scraps." And everybody on the internet's already saying, "Like, just wait, we just wait till the Raiders go ten and six because Marcus Mariota." <laughs> Marcus Raiders is going to beat the Chiefs twice, man.
0: I, Raiders. I hate Raiders fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> so just like last week, our Chirpin' Booty Tweet of the Week leads us perfectly into notable jabronis. Yeah. Uh, first one being a um, front runner for Jabroni of the Year so far, Isaiah Wilson.
1: Yeah, the Isaiah
0: Wilson update continues. Yeah, so last time he was jabberized, he ended up being traded for a seventh-round draft pick. He's a former first-round draft pick. Offensive tackle from the Titans. Got traded to the Dolphins, and then after three days in which he was late to his physical yeah. and his onboarding, setting up with the team, and then missed two practice sessions that he agreed to participate in, they just... Outright released him. Yeah, and then well, he
1: was released uh, Saturday, and then Friday before that, he was uh, his Instagram story showed him uh, shirtless dancing on top of a car, <laughs> like he's on fire,
0: man. And every every two weeks, he drops us a little Easter egg. Yeah, we were kind of hoping he would continue to be a jabroni throughout the year, but he just cleared waivers, so. Yeah, he, he might get picked up in like preseason in the fall at some point when someone gets hurt and they're like, hey, eh, we'll take a shot on him, but
1: we'll follow his career in the XFL. <laughs>
0: Or shout the, out Vince McMahon. Or the WWE. Yeah, shout out The Rock. <laughs> shout out
1: Shinsuke Rakamura.
0: <laughs> shout out. <laughs> All, All right. right. Next notable jabroni. The, we'll call it the NCAA Women's Weight Room. Yeah, so uh,
1: the NCAA Women's Room was seriously uh, a set of weights that went from like 5 to 32 pounds. And then uh, a table with about 10 yoga mats on it. And then when you turn around and look at the men's weight room, it's like this massive expanse, just like as far as the eye can see in this pretty much an airplane hanger, it looks like. <laughs> and, and, and the reason that the, the NCAA commented about it, they were like, well, it was a spacing issue. When you look away from the mats and the, the weights, like – Oh, it's the same size
0: <laughs> space as the men's. Yeah. <laughs> only just like in the corner there's like a rack with some weights on it. Right. Yeah, it's it. it's like a high school lunchroom. Like you yeah. have
1: that you have that much space and you're like it's just space. It's bullshit. And then the NCAA also um they didn't they didn't drop the moniker March Madness with like the trademark on the women's basketball tournament this season. So like which, instead of being able to take part in a massive, you know, money grab that actually goes towards colleges, the women's are not getting that for their programs. Like, come on. NCAA fucking up all over the place. Great job for Women's History Month. Yeah, Great job. Yeah, I was going to say, job. especially
0: with Women's History Month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, kiss my ass. We are done with you. We are done with you. And uh, Speaking of Women's History Month, we are up to our next Hall of Fame inductee, Babe Diedrichson. <laughs>
1: Mildred Ella Diedrichsen was born June 26, 1911 in Port Arthur, Texas, the sixth of an eventual seven children. Her mother, Hannah, and her father, Ole, were immigrants from Norway. Mildred preferred to go by the name Babe, a name which she claimed was given to her after hitting five home runs in a childhood game of baseball, (laughs) though her mother would have told you that she'd always called her that. Babe was not exactly the best student and would repeat the eighth grade but was remarkable in a vast array of sports, including basketball, golf, tennis, baseball, swimming and diving, boxing, volleyball, bowling, pool, skating, and cycling.
0: Wow. Yeah. So Babe would eventually drop out of school and move to Dallas to play AAU basketball for the Golden Cyclones while working for an insurance company. D- Diedrich Sim was their star player, leading them to a national championship win in 1931. Ever versatile Babe turned her attention to the Olympic trials in Evanston, Illinois, where she would place first in the 80-meter hurdles, javelin, the high jump, while also setting the record for baseball throw at 82.95 meters. Although she'd qualified for five Olympic events, Babe was only allowed to compete in three, as was the limit set for women at the time. Ugh. <laughs> Diedrichsen's
1: first event at the 1932 Olympics in Los Angeles was the javelin, and it was the first time that a women's javelin competition had been included in the games. On her first throw, Babe would reach a distance of 43.69 meters, a distance that would not be matched the remainder of the day. Finishing ahead of two Germans, she became the first-ever women's gold medalist in the discipline of javelin. Babe followed that performance by posting a time of 11.8 seconds in the 80-meter hurdles, a new world record at the time. The final for the 80-meter hurdles was a highly contested affair with Babe and compatriot Evelyn Hall finishing neck and neck for a, for a time of
0: 11.7 seconds, but the gold was clearly Dedrickson's. Babe would meet her match in the high jump against fellow American Jean Shiley. Both were tied with a jump height of 1.65 meters, a world record, but both failed to clear the bar at 1.67 meters, forcing a jump off. Although Diedrichsen succeeded at clearing the bar, the judges ruled her jump invalid, citing that she could not jump over the bar head first. And with that, Babe had to settle for silver. Babe's medal haul, which had been won in hurdles, jumping, and throwing events, had been unprecedented and is a feat that has yet to be matched. After her Olympic wins, Babe toured the U.S. with Babe Diedrichson All-American Basketball Team, <laughs> performing on the vaudeville circuit and playing baseball in pool competitively. Quite busy. In 1935, Babe would begin to
1: apply her talents to golf, a game she was late in coming to, but a sport in which she would later become best known for. Babe did not receive an amateur status from the United States Golf Association because they deemed her as a professional in baseball and basketball for earning money in both sports. In January of 1938, Dedrickson entered the Los Angeles Open, a men's PGA event that no other woman would compete in for another six decades. It was there she partnered with professional wrestler george zaharias in a twist of of fate the two were married 11 months later babe regained her amateur status in 1942 and at one point in 1943 would rip off 17 consecutive tournament victories a record that still stands
0: (whistles) yeah in 1945 babe successfully made the cut for two men's pga tournaments she remains the only woman to achieve this Babe Zaharis formally turned pro in 1947 and the victories continued, racking up the 1947 Title Holders Championship and the 1948 Women's Open for her fourth and fifth major wins. In 1948, she became the first woman to attempt to qualify for the U.S. Open, but her application was rejected by the USGA. They stated that the event was intended to be an Open to men only. 1950 saw the creation of the Ladies Professional Golfers Association, of which Babe was a founding member. Charles McGrath wrote of Babe, quote, Perhaps for Arnold Palmer, no golfer has ever been more beloved by the gallery. By 1950, Babe had won every golf title available and at one point won 13 pro tournaments in a row. Monster.
1: In 1953, Babe was diagnosed with colon cancer and would undergo surgery. The following year, she returned and won her 10th major championship. However, her cancer would return in 1956, and she would pass away at the age of 45 in September of that same year, while still holding the title of world number one in women's golf. Diedrichsen was voted female athlete of the year in 1932, 1945, 1946, 1947, 1950, and 54 by the Associated Press, which also named which also named her the greatest athlete which also named her the greatest female athlete of the 20th century in 1999. The Babe Didrikson Zaharias Museum and Visitor Center was built in her honor in Beaumont, Texas, the city where she grew up. Her memory lives on in the USA in the form of stamps, films, and documentaries and books, as well as the streets and golf courses named after her. No other female athlete has achieved such feats or reached such a high level in so many disciplines and sports.
0: Babe Diedrickson, role model, icon, legend. Legend, absolutely. So, the uh, Babe Didrikson Zaharias Museum and Visitor Center in Beaumont, Texas, that has to be part of the uh, field trip, huh?
1: I, I mean, I i would usually like to resist going to Texas <laughs> I, under uh, like any and all means, but I, you know, okay. Plus, you know, Zaharias was a professional wrestler, so that's kind of funny. Every time I see Zaharias, I think of George Maharas from Rest Devel- Development. But um, so Babe did some a ton of other stuff. She also liked to lie about uh, certain things. She lied about her age (laughs) in her own autobiography. She (laughs) she told people that she won the Texas State Fair and sewing competition, but is actually just the state fair at at Beaumont, like not the whole state fair. (laughs) She she lied about that. Um, she did uh she did play baseball. She she well really good at baseball. Um. She appeared in major league baseball games during spring training for like minor leagues and would like pitch one or two innings. Wow. Like uh she did it multiple times in, in nineteen thirty-four. Uh she still she still holds the world record for baseball throw by a woman. And she was five foot seven and hundred and fifteen pounds. Like Yeah, like we were saying earlier,
0: she was like Tim Lincecum. <laughs> <laughs> Let babe smoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe, Jidrickson, truly a legend.
1: All right, so we will get back to that scoreboard stumper. Uh, what I wanted to know was who holds the record for the most points scored in one NCAA men's basketball tournament with 184 points. Is it Christian Leitner, Carmelo Anthony, Glenn Rice, or Magic Johnson? And you said? I said Glenn Rice. Right, I guess Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice is actually correct. Nice. <laughs> he, did, he did it with Michigan. So, yeah. Beautiful. Le- Leitner holds the all time score, like career scoring for a tournament for
0: like 400 and something. And the Glenn way Rice. these guys drop out to the NBA, that record will never be broken. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say, f-
1: yeah, four years of college. Who does that anymore? <laughs>
0: Nerds. <laughs> what loser? God, a loser stays in school. <laughs> um, so let's play sloppy top. This week's sloppy top topic is what do you call it when you have tickets to opening day? but you get too drunk beforehand and don't make it to the game Right. So <laughs> I've been there) <laughs> I've definitely been there. <laughs> In his heyday. In mid, when he was middle Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> I think that but, was still but early. Since Dewey. then, <laughs> that was still early, Dewey. But <laughs> since then, you've had more blankets and less blankets. All of these blankets they have saved my life, Darlene. There you go. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so it's kind of like what do they call that? Like before an NFL game.
1: Like, like tailgating, right? But like with opening day, like, like around the country, it's like you know this whole thing. In mean, Cincinnati, we have a huge you don't parade. Tailgate. You go to
0: bars, you go to the parade. Yeah, yeah. you've
1: been drinking since eight a.m. Yeah, yeah. You're you're surviving on Bud Light and Skyline and Fireball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this sounds personal. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, sorry, sorry if you're triggering anyone here. <laughs>
0: It's like maybe something like when your friends are like I I was there in spirit. Yeah. Too many people are like, yeah,
1: I never made it. We had tickets. I was there in spirit though. And I was like, you had spirits in you.
0: <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> He didn't go to the game. He had too much team spirit. (laughs) He was filled with team spirit. It was (laughs) was everywhere. He had too much team spirit.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is a really good one. You know, like, you know, like, instead of of having to explain, like, well, what happened? Like, oh, I blacked
0: out and I just didn't make it to the game. Like, no, I was full of the team spirit. (laughs) I, think, I just think that's what happens. You get so excited for the game. You go out there and you just like, you just, you want it to be extra special and you just go way too hard, you know? Yeah. You just, you have way too much team spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm filled with the team spirit. I have way too much team <laughs> spirit to make it to the, to the game. <laughs> All right, sloppy top. That was a good topic. Good call, Scotty. Thank you. Now we will head off to briefly to church. This week we have no confessional. Perfect episode. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> season Sorry. P's. We got season <laughs> P's to Mick Cronin, UCLA head coach, former UC coach. Yeah, his
1: former Bearcats head coach. Yeah, his, his UCLA Bruinsers in the Sweet 16. So we always wish any coach from Cincinnati, whether it's Xavier or UC, honestly, the best wishes. So hopefully they can make it. UCLA hasn't been relevant for a while. This is Aflalo or something.
0: Their program has such a crazy history, it's it's cool to see them back in the spotlight. Yeah. All right, well, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. Find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. Tune in next week when we deep dive Mario Soto. In our special opening day episode. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sportsball. May the sports be with you. Always.